everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the Heidi St. John podcast. Today is Friday, November 8th. This is episode number 842. It is Meet My Friend Friday, and I've got two guys on the show today that you guys are going to love. If you've got kids in your home from the ages of 8 to 12 and you want to encourage them to walk with the Lord, you're going to love this one. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. All right, you guys. So thanks for joining me today in my little corner of the internet. I want to encourage you, for those of you who have been following me at MomStrong International, we are at the beginning of a brand new Bible study over there, momstronginternational.com. And we're studying contentment for the whole month of November. We figured it's a great time to study that heading into the holiday season. Speaking of the holiday seasons, Christmas card palooza is in full swing at Firmly Planted Family. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, Please send us your Christmas cards and pictures of your family. We would love to just put faces to the names of the people that we've been praying for for a long time around here. All right, without further ado, I'm very excited today because I've got two guys on the show with me today who have never been on the show before, and they share the same passion that I do for training up the next generation of kids to walk with and serve the Lord Jesus. Really what we're trying to do is train up disciples, the next generation of disciples. So I think you guys are going to be really excited to uh, interact with them today. Marcus Brotherton is on the show. Marcus and I have a little bit of history, which we'll get into later. And he is a New York Times bestselling author and also Clayton Butcher on the show. They have a brand new book out today. Marcus uh, has been a collaborative writer known for his books with high profile public figures and humanitarians and military personnel. Clayton is an audiobook narrator with over 80 audiobooks to his credit. Though he occasionally gets behind the mic for special projects, most of his time is invested running the audiobook publishing companies he founded with his wife, Two Words Publishing and Black Hills Audiobooks. Clayton and his young daughter and his wife live in the beautiful Black Hills of South Dakota. You guys, I'm excited about this. We decided to do something a little bit different today and started off with a clip from his audiobook. Hang in there. Here we go. Okay, you need to know that one of the grossest, most feared diseases in those days was called leprosy. The disease caused a person to lose feeling throughout the body, so people would cut themselves and not know it, or step into a fire without noticing and just let it burn till their foot smelled like barbecued monkey meat. Or they'd break an ankle, but just keep walking on it until it filled with pus. (laughs) Clayton and Marcus, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Heidi. It's great Great to be here. here. So that's gross. That was a pretty gross way to, to uh, introduce you guys and Kirby McCook and the Jesus Chronicles. But you're really trying to get the, a hold of 8 to 12-year-old kids and get them interested in Jesus, right? Which is why you've started uh, writing Kirby McCook. So, Marcus, first of all, I'm going to I'm gonna uh, start with you and then we'll move over to Clayton a little bit. You and I have known each other for a while. So with full disclosure, I thought it'd be fun for you to say, <laughs> what is our long and storied history? Go. I'll let you go. I want to hear what you have to say, actually. This will be fun. I'll sip my tea while you talk. <laughs> oh, it's all good. It's all good. Uh, so Heidi and I have known each other since college days. I don't know. Do we, do we want to put a, a year by that, Heidi? Uh, well, I don't. Yeah, it's so like the late '80s. Yeah, you know, b- before yeah. the days of podcasting, anyway. So. <laughs> yeah, before, before, before email, before, before email. internet, before the internet. Yeah, and all um, that stuff. I was, I was actually at your guys's wedding in was it was it '89? Yes. 
Yep. Yeah. And so Heidi's husband, Jay, and I, we were in a rock and roll band. And whoop, because whoop. when you're in college, you have to play rock and roll. And uh, mm-hmm. we both had really sweet mullets and, uh, you know, ripped jeans before they were, you know, sort of uh, mainstream. And uh, yeah, so Heidi and Jay, I, I, you know, I'm going to tell some nice stories on you guys, actually, because <laughs> <laughs> because there's a lot of places I could go on that one. But uh, <laughs> story. the thing, you know, that, that your readers really need to know is that Heidi and Jay do a ton of work behind the scenes with people that um, people... I don't know. I guess your readers and listeners really don't know about, but we have we have mutual friends in common, and I know for a fact that Heidi and Jay just put a lot of time into loving and supporting people when they're going through hard times, and they are rock solid people. And when it comes to Heidi and Jay, they are they are it. They're the true deal. So yeah, good stuff, Heidi. Glad wow, you're doing that what you're was amazing. Thank you. I'll give you your 20 bucks later. That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Well, it's fun because I've been watching you really, uh, I mean, obviously when we knew each other, you know, way back when, because Jay and I just celebrated our 30th wedding anniversary, mm. which is just crazy. Uh, but I don't think that, I mean, I wasn't planning on being a writer. Were you planning on, on being a writer? Uh, that's a great question. You know, my, my dad was a, a pastor and my mother was a newspaper journalist. So I'd, I'd kind of grown up in this world of, of God and faith and words and how do you put them all together. And when I was uh, in college, I was doing the uh, the, the journalism track there at, at Multnomah. So um, I, I had I had writing in mind. I wasn't sure, uh, you know, where that would go or, you know, how, how do you become a writer? I think that's the, the big question that a lot of people right. have. So, yeah. Yeah. And uh, and right out of college and through grad school, I worked as a youth director at a church and and thought for a while that maybe pastoral ministry was going to be my destination. Um, but the, I came to be, I don't know, 30 or 31 years old and, and just went, you know, it is time to write. And so mm-hmm. switched careers basically and started working as a, as a newspaper reporter. And that's where I, I really learned learned the craft and, and uh, you know, banged it around in the trenches there. So. Yeah, that is amazing. And you are now in in uh, a project that I was actually kind of surprised to see you doing because I didn't I didn't uh, anticipate you getting into writing for kids, but you're doing this with uh with Clayton. And Clayton, you're on the show today. Welcome. Welcome. I'm glad that you're here. Thank you. Glad to be here. So, how do you know Marcus? Let's just let's just back up a little because this was helpful for me. So, okay. you guys met how? Um, basically I stalked him on Facebook after the book was about to release. And, uh, so he was kind enough to respond and, uh, was able to, uh, um, well, we don't see a lot of the, uh, as the audiobook publisher, um, we don't see a lot of the, uh, impact that the books have that go to the authors, like the emails that were, that are sent in to the authors. Uh, if that makes sense. And so mm-hmm. I was asking him, hey, um, I saw him post about it, that uh, that there were uh, a lot of awesome stories of, of how this was really impacting families. And I said, could could you pass some of those on? Because we would love to hear that. Mm-hmm. And so uh, so he was kind enough to do that. And then we started talking about about the book a little bit and said, I would love to get out with homeschooling families because yeah. I think this is a great um, uh, a great way to uh, to tie that in with uh, with what families are doing in training their kids. Yeah, so important and really uh, more important now than it's ever been. I mean, we can you know you'd argue that the culture's uh, been messed up for a long time, but we're watching it change 
in rapid, very, very rapidly right now. And I'm so encouraged when I see men in particular really get in there and try to do things that are geared at um, getting young people interested in the things of the Bible and the stories of the Bible. And so you guys have clapped. So Kirby McCook and the Jesus Chronicles. I love this title. It's really long though, right? A 12-year-old's take on the totally unboring, slightly weird stuff in the Bible, including fish guts, wrestling moves, and stinky feet. So Marcus, uh, you're not known for this. You're known for like military nonfiction, hanging out with the greatest generation, all that stuff. Why did you ever decide to write a children's book? That's a great question. It's so off-brand for me. It's uh, it's like the East from the West. I don't know. Uh, mm-hmm. And over the years, yeah, I've been working with, I worked with Band of Brothers and, and the Marines featured in the Pacific and Gary Sneeze who runs the Gary Sneeze Foundation and um, you know just sort of all these military projects and uh, it, it was my own kids who really drove me to do a kids book and so kids will do that kids will do that they're they're just so blunt in their approach and uh, <laughs> um, we've got three kids uh, two girls and a boy and they're ages 16 11 and six right now so you know 10 mm. year age spread that's probably another po- a podcast by the way you know how do you parent kids from <laughs> from a 10 year age spread so yeah. the the two older kids in particular for years they were just sort of on me and they this was their literal line they would say dad when are you going to stop writing all those boring books for grownups and write something that us kids are going to enjoy? <laughs> so one day I thought, you know, let's just do it. Let's just write a kid's book, you know, and, and what should I write about? I can write about anything, you know, birthday parties or video games. I, I want to write about Jesus. Um, is it third John? I think third John one, four says, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children are following the truth. And that's mm. really what I, I wanted to impress upon my kids that, that their faith is important and that, uh, you know, Jesus is the life. And, and that Jesus can be to them, and I would use this word very reverently, Jesus can be the true superhero that they can follow and marvel at and emulate and ultimately live for. Yeah, that's a, that's totally right. And so the title, which I just read, one of the longest titles ever in the history of titles, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, what were you thinking, dude? Like, how, how did this title, I think it's great because, you know, I've got a six-year-old grandson now. And I'm telling you, I read that to him and he is just going to be like, yeah, where is it? Stinky feet, you know. Uh, <laughs> so how, how did you come up with the title? Uh, Kirby McCook and the Jesus Chronicles is um, is kind of the short version title. And then that subtitle that just goes on forever that, that nobody is going to remember. But it's really funny. But it, it came about um, we had called it something different. And the team at Tyndale, they're just amazing. And, and we all sort of got together and said, you know, what is this book really about? And what was what was great about the team at Tyndale is they really caught the vision from moment one, and they said, you know, it's parents and, and grandparents who kind of buy the book, and, but it's the kids who actually read it and get into it or have the book read to them. So the book has really got to appeal to the kids themselves intrinsically, and and they went, let's go over the top on this. Let's make it really funny and fun and and appeal to kids. So that's how that title came up. I love it. And we share a publisher. I've been working with Tyndale for several years now. Mm. Love those guys. Love their heart to see the gospel uh, saturated in the culture through uh, through media. And Clayton, I know that you uh, are the producer for the audio version of the book. So uh, talk about how Kirby McCook became a passion project for you. One of the reasons that my wife and I started this, uh, this company a few years ago was uh, to expand the reach of the gospel and strengthen the church. Uh, and we have a, a special emphasis, especially at the time, uh, on kind of filling gaps in the Christian audiobook publishing industry. Um, and one of those glaring gaps that uh, that Kirby meets is in the children's space. Um, there's very few audiobook options for 
Christian kids that are God honoring titles that uh, that and actually they're teach they're kids interesting. right that they're going to actually listen to and enjoy exactly um, yeah. and so that's uh, that's our heart where we came from why we started this uh, this two words publishing and. Um, uh, so I meet with publishers to uh, to look at different books and things. And recently I met with a publisher and we talked about how um, how we need to ask the question, how are you going to reach my kids or grandkids with the gospel? Mm-hmm. And so that really resonated with us, especially with, uh, with the heart that we have and why we started it, um, the, the publishing company. And uh, so we started keeping our eyes open for that. And then it actually may have been at the same time. Uh, same conference that I met with Tyndale and and we're talking about that and they said oh how about this book and uh, so we looked at it and Kirby McCook um, obviously the the uh, the cover I don't know if listeners are able to see the cover but, uh, but oh that's... we will link back to the show notes it's great awesome so yes that's uh, it, it is really uh, just a great book and it really jumped out at me um, partially because. Um, I had no idea who M.D. Brotherton was, uh, which is how he's listed on the book. But uh, so sorry about that, Marcus. Um, <laughs> but Stephen Arterburn, I had uh, was somewhat familiar with and thought, oh, this has got to be really solid. Well, it's coming from Tyndale, so it's going to be solid That's uh, right. biblically. But um, uh, so, so for those people who are listening who don't know Steve Arterburn, uh, can you introduce listeners to him? Because he was he wrote the book together with Marcus, correct? Yeah, so Steve, um, Steve and I share the same agent, and uh, Steve has a 12-year-old son himself, and Steve and I were talking one day, just sort of comparing notes, and he'd done several uh, specialty Bibles over the years, and he has, he just has a, a really big heart for kids, and he had a, a big heart for this project, f- uh, just for moment one. Steve used to be a fifth grade teacher before he became a radio personality and, and sort of a famous author, so he's got, um, he's got a really good relatability fact with kids. And he was the one who suggested just making this book as funny as possible. In fact, he came up with the title, the chapter title idea, um, Jesus Put the Mag in Magnificent, which I just thought was brilliant. That's awesome. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so, you know, Steve and I were talking as well. And, and there's there's kind of a bigger vision here that um, we're not we're not too old to remember when we were kids ourselves and we were involved in various children's programs, you know, Sunday school and VBS and children's church and Christmas programs and programs and on and on and on. And some Back of them when were, flannel graphs were the, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. were the way to go. Hey, man, yeah. Don't knock the flannel graph. Okay. <laughs> I love the I'm flannel not. graph. I grew up with them too. <laughs> Bring it back. Right. So we, we've all been in those programs and, and we can kind of remember, you know, some are really great and they're really terrific. And then some of them are sort of less than excellent. And as grown-ups, we wanted to make sure that we, we never presented the Word of God to children in a, I don't know, a slipshod or boring manner. And mm-hmm. Steve in particular is really big on, you know, if you're involved in children's ministry, bring your A game. I mean, make, yes. this, make this a great thing for kids. Don't waste kids' time as much as anything or, or don't make the gospel uh, a boring thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's so important, too, because I think we see this in the church. You know, it's kind of a sickness in the church. We're putting all this money and all this effort into big church, into grown-up church, and then we sort of relegate kids to, oh, here, you know, here's your 45 minutes downstairs in the basement. But really, we're, we need to be focused, laser-focused on discipling our children. And you guys have been very intentional about uh, not just teaching information, but discipling kids also, which is a huge theme here at the podcast. And so I'm curious about what 
uh, discipleship means to you? And how do you hope that this book is going to help parents uh, encourage their kids to be disciples of Jesus? Hmm. We're, we're, I mean, the information is part of it. We, we definitely want kids to know about Jesus and about the events in his life. Um, but it is key that we are trying to teach so much more than that. Um, we want to inspire kids in their faith uh, because children can draw close uh, to God and they can live in light uh, you know, of God's holiness, his sovereignty, and his grace. So when we use that word discipleship, what does that even mean? It's, it's like Jesus said to his first disciples, his first followers, he said, come follow, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Mm-hmm. And there's really three key parts of that. Uh, the, the follow me is, is following Jesus. It's having a relationship with him. It's knowing Jesus as a person, what he was about, who he was, what he taught, uh, particularly how Jesus invited people to have an abundant life. And then the, the I will make you is, it's this idea of being transformed by Jesus. When we follow Jesus, our lives aren't the same. And then fishers of men, come follow me, I will make you fishers of men, is the idea of living with purpose in mind. When we become disciples, uh, we, we live deliberately. We, we become disciples who make other disciples. Ultimately, we want to love God. We want to love people. So that's, that's what it's all about, and that's what we hope to get across in this book. I love it. And we know that because we're because we're watching uh, with keen interest, I know this is one of the things I talk about here at the show all the time is this importance of bringing kids into God's story because they are part of his story. They're part of history, which is God's unfolding plan that we've been seeing uh, happening around us and has been going on since the creation of the world. And you're giving uh, a really unique opportunity for kids to kind of enter into that story. You've made it laugh out loud funny. I mean, I love the clip that we played because who doesn't want to talk about leprosy in that way, right? <laughs> and so when when you think about, you know, drawing kids in and bringing your A game and making it funny, did you feel any apprehension at all about combining the stories of Jesus with humor? Oh, absolutely. I think anytime you use humor, you run a risk of being, I don't know, misunderstood or so, you know, mm-hmm. sort of going over the top, or whatever. But kids love humor. And so we wanted kids to intrinsically want to read the book. Um, I don't know, for instance, in the book, we talk about how God came to Moses in the wilderness and Moses was told to go to Pharaoh in Egypt and say, let my people go. So we talk about how Moses was was hesitant to do that. And he, he answers back to God. He answers something like, uh, you know, OK, I'll go, but I'm not much of a talker, Lord. I've been out with sheep in the past with sheep for the past 40 years and about all I can say anymore is so, you know, will people get that? I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, yeah. right. Well, and honestly, if you think about it, like I was looking at the cover and how, how just very artistic and fun, it has almost a comic book uh, appeal to it. Uh, and, and we can't help but think about veggie tales, right? And so it, it doesn't matter where I go and I speak all over the nation. I, I will often say, you know, I'll stop in the middle of something and I'll say, hey, you guys, let's not forget, God made you special. 99% of the audience will go, they'll say, and he loves you very much. Why? Because Phil Vischer was able to use humor to drive home the point that God loves you. And that's really what you're doing. I mean, that's what I see you doing is is really encouraging kids uh, by, by, by writing a story that's going to draw them in. And really, you're giving parents a tool. And this is what mom and dad, I want you guys to hear this because we talk about this all the time on the show. Um, we want to to put in front of our kids things that are going to draw them in and show uh, the magnificence and the love and the power of Jesus. And this does that so well and so beautifully. I thought it was interesting too, uh, and Clayton, this question is for you. You guys were able to get uh, a really awesome voice actor 
uh, to play the part of Kirby for the audiobook. And this is the same guy, right, that voices Diary of a Wimpy of a Wimpy Kid, right? So what was it like to work? It's is a Ramon. This is his name. Ramon. Yep. What was it like to work with him? Um, Ramon is is awesome. He's definitely a, a professional. He's been the uh, uh, narrator of the year multiple times and a whole bunch of other awards. Um, and I actually, when I cast him, I didn't realize that he was the uh, was the Diary of a Wimpy Kid narrator. Um, I, for some reason, hadn't put that together, but I thought, okay, this is the guy that I need for this book. He's he's awesome. Uh, he can relate to kids. Uh, kids can relate to his voice. Um, so it's it was it was such a smooth process. He's got he's got the voice that draws you in. Yeah. Right. So yeah. when kids listen to this, I always love it when my kids are listening to something that I can tell that it's interesting to them because they lean in. You can tell that they're they're just like, ooh, can't wait for the next can't wait for the next thing. And this has that feel to it. It does. It does. And we really wanted to, like Marcus said, to, to bring our A game to this. This is the first kids book that we've done to try to um, to, to meet that need in in uh, parents and kids lives. And uh, we wanted to go all out. And so we we got Ramon and he definitely didn't 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 disappoint. I That's awesome. That's so cool. Marcus, I understand that speaking of going all out, you guys are getting some pretty cool uh, feedback from the book so far, right? Different uh, age groups of readers are emailing you. They're saying they love the book and they love it for different reasons. Can you uh, speak to that for just a minute? It's been really cool, Heidi. It's, you know, you're an author and you you put books out there to the world. And there's all sorts of, sorts of things you can do like beforehand. You, you get your, your your sort of cloistered market of, uh, you know, early readers and whatnot. And how is that book going to be perceived by other people? Um, it, it, but they can sort of only tell you so much. So, so really the book has just got to be published and it's got to go out there and, and you really need to hear from actual readers. And, uh, yeah. but the, the response has been, um, fantastic so far. And it's been a kind of, kind of different, kind of all over and different age groups. And, um, we had a mother who wrote us and said, you know, I got this for uh, my kid. And then I found I was reading it myself because there's like things that I didn't know about Jesus in it. And, um, uh, this, this pastor in Vermont, he wrote, he wrote us and he said that, uh, he had, he had picked it up for his family. And then, uh, you know, Vermont is, is a pretty unchurched area these days. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, he said, yeah, he's, he's like giving it to everybody he knows. Uh, it, it's kind of everybody on everybody's Christmas list, uh, for, for this year, we had a, a grandmother in Colorado read it, um, for her grandson. And then she turned around and she ordered like 20 copies for all the youth pastors, uh, awesome. that she knew. We had a principal of a uh, middle school up in Canada who had who had uh, picked it up, and he immediately ordered a copy for like every every student in his school. He was mm. so excited by it. So it's um yeah, it's, it's finding its way in some some pretty cool places. That's really awesome. It's like uh, someone said, it's like Captain Underpants meets the Bible, only reverent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that. And you're you're bringing kids into the story of of Jesus with humor, and you're teaching kids that Jesus has been a part of the story from the beginning, and he can be found throughout the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, which is something that parents really have a hard time. Uh, I think a hard time communicating to their kids, like how can you see Jesus uh, woven throughout scripture? And he's there, he's there. And you're doing a great job uh, with this book. I got one, I got one other question for you. Well, actually I've got two other questions. I'll start with the big one uh, for parents who are listening to this and grandparents who are going, man, I, this sounds like something my kids would love. It'd make a great Christmas gift. Uh, where can they find Kirby McCook and the Jesus Chronicles? 
uh, on Amazon. It's there on Barnes and Noble on the Tyndale website. Uh, just type in keyword Kirby McCook, K I R B Y, Kirby McCook in the Jesus Chronicles, and you'll find it there or ask for it at a bookstore near you. And you guys have uh, the the audio version, which is super fun, is out. And the best place to get that is at Audible. Is that right, Clayton? Um, yeah. So audible.com slash uh, Two Words Publishing, which is spelled out T-W-O, Words Publishing. And you can get to it at, at TwoWordsPublishing.com as well. And I will link, but for those of you who are listening and you're driving or you're in the shower, I know you guys are listening in the shower because you're always emailing me telling me how you're washing your hair while you're, so don't, you know, I will link back to these things in the show notes today. Rinse your hair and everything will be fine. So we will link to uh, where they can find the book on Audible and also on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, basically anywhere the books are sold. I'm really curious to know, is this the one and only, or are you guys thinking you might make a series out of it? Well, we'd love to make a series. Yeah, it, it'd be great. So it, it, it depends on reader response. <laughs> that is, yeah, right. It always depends on reader response. Well, I'm really excited about this. I think uh, we need more great books for kids. There are so many. I mean, you guys, oh my goodness, go to the library. There's so many books out there right now that are not, they're harming our kids and bringing messages that are not true and they're hurting our kids. And you guys have said, hey, we're going to, we're going to make something that's not only interesting and fun and fantastic to listen to, but it shares the truth of the, of the world as seen through the eyes of Jesus. And that includes some slightly weird stuff and fish guts and wrestling moves and stinky feet. So I think it's awesome. Hmm. Thank you. For more information on Kirby McCook and the Jesus Chronicles, I'm going to link back to all things Kirby McCook in the show notes today, including uh, a a picture of the cover of this book. You guys are going to love it. If you've got kids that range in age from about 8 to 12 years old, I hope you guys will check it out. I'll link back to it in the show notes today. We need to do a better job of discipling our kids. And uh, Clayton and Marcus, I'm really happy to see such uh, amazing men and professionals jumping into the market and helping us reach this next generation. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you. Thanks so much. For more information on Kirby McCook and the Jesus Chronicles, visit me online at HeidiStJohn.com forward slash podcast. I appreciate you guys listening. As always, we'd love it when you leave reviews for the podcast over at iTunes. And be sure to check out the brand new Bible study at MomStrong International, which just began on Monday. We're going to study the topic of contentment. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. I'll be answering your questions at Mailbox Monday on November 11th. See you then. Have a great weekend. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.